Welcome to the Guitar Almany Podcast. I'm Carl Woolwind of Columbus Classical Guitar. Each episode, we'll chat with a featured guest from the classical guitar world. Candid conversations, unique experiences, and career observations from the people who best know the guitar. This is your master class in life and the guitar. For more information and past episodes, please visit columbusclassicalguitar.com or see Carl Woolwind Guitarist on Facebook. Here with Berta Rojas from Paraguay, an amazing guitarist. Delighted to have her aboard. How are you doing, Berta? I'm doing all right. Thank you, Carl, for having me. Well, I am so in Paraguay. Yeah, I am in Paraguay today, so far away from you. <laughs> and and uh, are you are you on a break from touring right now? Have you had much time at home? I am on a on a break from from school also. Yeah. Okay. And yes, and enjoying this time here. After the pandemic, it has been long. I haven't been yeah. in Paraguay, uh, so I decided to spend three months, my three months of, of vacation at Berkeley uh, in Paraguay, and it has been just wonderful. So where, where were you during the pandemic? I was in Boston. I teach at the Berkeley College of Music. Oh, okay. That's right. Is, is that newer? Have, have you been there for a while? Yeah, I've been there for five years. Oh my gosh. How did I not yeah. know about that? Yeah. It, with, it completely with, um, changed with my life, you know? Yeah. In Boston and to be surrounded by this just so beautiful group of people, creative and um, how do you say that, uh, ready to embrace classical guitar, even though it is a world of jazz mainly. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And you're working with Kim Perlock there, right? Yeah, yeah. she's in Boston. I have the privilege because it yeah. is a privilege to, to have Kim as your boss. For many reasons, but she is just a wonderful musician, wonderful guitarist. But she is one of the most intelligent people I know, yeah. and uh, easygoing, and she has a, a leadership that uh, you just want everybody to be able to 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 witness. You know yeah. how how it is to work with her. Yeah. And so I, I am very proud of her. Awesome. That's that's great. Um, so during during the school year, you you live full time in Boston, then. Yeah, yeah. Oh full my time. gosh! Wow. Great. And you were you were in Cleveland recently, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to make the concert. I heard it was wonderful. I, I knew some people that that, that went. Um, and and your your guitar was stolen. <laughs> Unbelievable! What happened there? You know, I traveled with my with my guitar. I've been using it since 2008, no? Oh my gosh. And we made one mistake, which was to leave it in the car. Oh. Somebody broke in the, in the car, uh, broke the windows. Oh. And that happened like in the middle of the day too, right? Uh, oh my gosh. It was a, a little after lunchtime, I think it was at three or so. Right. We were having a late lunch. Um, and the producer felt it was it was safe, you know, and I also felt safe. Sure. Uh, but no, 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 it wasn't. You know, it's just take one person, no? Right, right. The wrong thing. Yeah. But you got it back, which is That's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely it's amazing. What, what? How did that happen? What I have to mention is the the empathy 
of the press and, and, and audience and everybody in, in Cleveland. And I have to mention the Cleveland Guitar Society and all that they did to try to recover the instrument. They took this so seriously um, yeah. and really worked day and night uh, to try to to figure ways in which they could recover the, the instrument. And then it was a, a person that bought the guitar that was in contact with me through the social media. I didn't pay attention to it at first because it was a fake profile. Oh my but gosh. then later when I when I when I was convinced to, to reply, uh, this person was uh, collaborative and, and she this person just wanted to to get it back to us. Amazing. So the Cleveland Guitar Society talked to, to this person. Uh, this person returned the, the instrument and it was you know just so great that, that this person decided to do the right thing. Oh. But I am forever in the, uh, grateful. Yeah, to this what, a, what amazing the right thing. Yeah. So when, when, when they bought the guitar, did, I mean, did they have any idea what they were buying? I don't think so. And the person went home and, and searched online the name in the, in the case, because my name yeah. is on the case and, and the name on the guitar. And the many articles that were written about the guitar being stolen just pop out. Oh my gosh. And so immediately this person knew what was going on and, and figured out a, a safe way right. to, to get in touch with us. Gosh, wow. Because it was also in, in, in the possession of a stolen instrument. Right, of course, right, yeah. Oh my gosh, wow. And, and do we know anything about who she bought it from or the person that, that took it or any of that kind of thing? No, I know that the, the people that know more of the story will be the Cleveland Guitar Society. Okay, yeah. I didn't get into the details. I didn't right. want to... You just want the instrument back. <laughs> no, I just wanted the instrument back and then I, I figured that that was, wasn't an energy that I wanted to, to have. Right. Information that didn't, didn't benefit me at, at right. all. Yeah. All I wanted to, to have was my instrument back and, and the guitar was safe. Yeah. Uh, nothing happened to, to each. So I am just so happy that we are able to continue making music. Yeah. We do no harm, you know, amazing, we just, we just make music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, so often stories like this, you know, you think, oh, you know, you're never going to see that guitar again. It's gone, you know, and... and Many I mean, of my colleagues call me with stories like this that yeah. they're being stolen, you know. And I have received so many... Uh, offers for for guitars. Right. People were offering me instruments. Huh? Uh, so I, I felt really embraced by the community. Uh, and you know what is interesting also, Carl, is the sympathy that this guitar has gained here in my country, in Paraguay. Uh, people on the street tell me, you know, I pray for your guitar to be back. Oh, wow. Even in the countryside, you know, I went for yeah. visits uh, in the countryside and I see people, you know, that just approach and they say, are you Berta Rojas, you know? Uh, I pray when your guitar was stolen. I cry when your guitar was stolen. Oh my God. Uh, and I felt so happy when just your guitar goosebumps. was stolen. <laughs> people that, that don't know you, 
Right. Uh, people that just relate with the story and, yeah. and happen to love your music and, and the instrument that makes that possible. Right. So it was really a, a touching story for me. Very and moving. So did, did you go back to the States to, to get it or did they bring it to you in Paraguay? The Cleveland, the Cleveland Guitar Society, this is the level of their commitment. That's amazing. They, they, yeah. they, they recover the guitars and new pictures, you know, and then they say, okay, we are flying to Boston to bring the guitar with us. Amazing. And I said, you'll have to come a little further south because I am in Paraguay. We <laughs> don't have passports, you know. And that's when Nelly, who is my booking agent, was coming to Paraguay two days after. And she said, I can bring the guitar. Oh, you, you can fly to Tampa and deliver the guitar to me. And that's what they did. You know? Wonderful. And from the Cleveland Guitar Society, flew to, to Tampa, delivered the guitar, sent me the picture, you know, when the guitar was in Nelly's hand. Uh, and then I just went to the airport to pick it up. Wonderful. It was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Yeah. Uh, that I never thought it was it was going to happen. Even on, on my latest CD, which is the one that I thought was the last one I was going to record with La Rojita, which is the name of my, my guitar, no? the, the, the red one, the little red one. Uh, uh, I thought it was the last one I was going to be uh, recording with this instrument. And so I even wrote something that you gave oh it to <laughs> and now it happens that the guitar is back, you know. So that page is no longer needed. You know? <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. And how 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 long was it gone from you? How long how long did you have to be two without months. it? Two months. Exactly two months. Did you have concerts during that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gave the concert uh, uh, thanks to my to my friend Colin Davis, no? Oh, that's right. It was stolen before the concert. That's, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Then I, I, I also played the, the Marlowe Guitar Series in Washington. I played Chile uh, also with the, this other instrument that I have. I have, okay. I have another O'Leary, right? Um, it is a beautiful instrument also. You know? right. But of course, it's not La, La Rojita. <laughs> And were were you traveling with two guitars, or did you you you, you had to go back and get no get no? The other what happened yeah. is I brought the guitar to okay, Starbucks and I had a visit to Miami, so I brought Naranjita, which is the other guitar, right? Orange one, orange I one, yeah. Naranjita <laughs> with with me and delivery to Nelly also. Nelly has it now. And at a certain point, I will get it back from her. Right. But so far, I only have uh, La Rojita with me here in Paraguay. Right. Wow. And, and you said you've been playing that guitar since 2009. So it's, it, no, 2008. 2008, yeah. So, and, and, and that's, that's been like your, your only guitar, and you recorded with it and everything, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. You know how, how much we we care for the instrument that we spend so many hours yeah. with. Absolutely. Yeah. I've been playing I've been playing the same instrument since ni- 1994. And 1994 your instrument. Yeah, Which guitar do you play, Carl? Um, Misha Robert. He's a Canadian builder. And it's just, you know, I, I know there are louder guitars out there. There are probably better guitars out there, but it's it's the guitar that, that I get along with. And, and, and Your guitar is your guitar, yeah. huh? 
Absolutely. Their sound is yours. Nobody has to say anything about it. You know, right. it's just your instrument. <laughs> I just, you know, I've, I've not felt a strong need to get another one. You know, it's it's been it's been everything I've needed it to be. And every time I play another guitar, I think, you know, this is nice, but no, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and obviously, I mean, you've have you always been that way? Like just one guitar and that's it. And 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 you know. I am the the loyal one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stay with my guitar. You know, yeah. There's a there's a video that people from the Cleveland Guitar Society sent me, uh, in which I I was talking to a group of students in Cleveland, and uh, I was telling the the group of students that I would never change La Rojita. It was before, right before it was being stolen. That I've been playing for a long time, and the guitar shows the passing of time. Yeah, it has some scratches. It has some things, right? In the top, it has been broken. You know, many many stories with uh, with that instrument. Uh, but I would never change it for the looks. Absolutely. If I if I ever change La Rojita, it will be because, uh, or either there's a, 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 a an instrument that fulfills me. Right. more than, than this instrument does, uh, or because the passing of time also uh, shows in, a, in an instrument, you know, and sometimes it, it needs to be replaced. You know? right. So only in those two reasons I am ready to change it, you know? yeah. but if not, you know, I would like to, to play for a long time. That's beautiful, and I'm so I'm so glad you got it back. It's, I mean, what a, what a wonderful and amazing and, and fantastic story for you, and 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 it speaks well of of people. You know, I mean, that's we 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 hear a lot of bad stories about things, and it's it's nice to have something that that you know can make us feel. And, and allow me to tell us how thankful I am for for everything, all the support that I have received yeah. from people all over the world, and especially from Cleveland. Yeah. And to Detective Soros, who was my, my detective, the detective assigned to my case, you know, wow. who really took care of me and everybody involved with this. Yeah. Wonderful. Who, now, who, who made the instrument? Who, who's this the instrument is like Michael O'Leary. Okay. He's a builder from Ireland. Yeah. And I met him when I was playing for a, a series, The uh, Great Houses of Ireland. Okay. And my concert happened to be at the Royal College uh, of Surgeons ah. uh, in Dublin. Okay. And I was playing duets with John Philly, okay. an Irish uh, guitarist. And his guitar overpowered the instrument that I played in those days. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a person that has a small sound. I, right. Oh, yeah. Like, a wonderful sound, actually. I have a, 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 a good sound. That's got and thanks to my teachers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, he didn't, he didn't deliver. Yeah. And so he's recommended to use a guitar that he had that he didn't use, which was by Michael O'Leary. Okay. And that's how I met him. You know, we were balanced immediately. Yeah. And I said, okay, so it's time for me to switch my instrument. Because I was loyal to that instrument, of yeah. course. <laughs> And so that was the moment in which I felt that I needed a, another. Right. And I've been playing great. since then. Yeah. Great. And you've got a new CD coming up. Yes. 
that was recorded on, on, on this instrument. So the name is yeah. Legado Legacy. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a, an album that is dedicated to two pioneers of classical guitar, women pioneers of classical okay. guitar, to Ida Presti and Maria Luisa. Ida Presti, of course, you know, the great virtuoso of the 20th century. Uh, born in France, uh, so I played music by her, music dedicated to her, right. and also music by Maria Luisa Neal, who happened to be the, probably the first great uh, classical guitarist from the Americas. Uh, she was born in, in Argentina uh, in 1907, uh, okay. and, and she was probably the first uh, classical guitarist of fame to have been born in this latitude. Wow, you know, I I, I, I I know of her and and I've seen seen the videos of her playing and, and whatnot. But like, I never thought of it that way. But that's 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 pretty tremendous, actually. It, it really that, is. Yeah. Well, and everything because they both paved the way for for us for what yeah. we do now to Absolutely. be considered a profession in which a woman can work as well as men. Right? It didn't. It wasn't the same for them. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I, I, read, I heard an interview in which she talked about the, the fact that she had to wait long to travel the world. She was only able to travel with her father. Oh my gosh. And her father had a job, so he only could take short trips. So she was able to take these long trips only when both of them, both of her parents, right. passed away. Uh, in 1950, you know? and that's that's why you will see many of her videos with her gray hair, because it was only late in life that she was right. actually able to, to really tour the world. Yeah, something to think about, you know. I mean, it, 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 it's not that long ago. That, wasn't, that, that it wasn't well, yeah, it wasn't well yeah. uh, accepted that a woman with a guitar would travel by herself, you know. A, a, a fully adult human being with no independence. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it wasn't that long well, ago. We need, we, we need to think about these things more. Yeah, I find their stories fascinating. Yeah. And I also find very interesting that even though the fame they achieved and, and all that they did for the guitar, when you trace the history of big names of classical guitar, their names rarely appear. Right. And I think that's something we need to, we need to change revive. You know? Absolutely. So if after Legado we can... Bring them back to the to the conversation. Not only Legado, but the job of many of my colleagues that are playing their music and um, really being ambassadors of these calls, you know, such as Stanley Mowbray and Marash, you know, so so many of them that are doing this tremendous work. Uh, if we all join forces and bring them to the conversation, then I think that our job is going to be done. Absolutely, and 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 you know so much great music to enjoy that you know we're not not that familiar with so that's you know that's, that's really fantastic yeah. was she a composer as well yeah they both yeah. composed they both did actually i opened the, the album with uh, a piece by ida presti uh, which is called segovia that i i recommend you to to, to listen uh, it's a it's a really beautiful piece, creative, sort of a fantasy, uh, on themes of uh, pieces that Andres Segovia made famous. Oh and wow! You will find those in in the motives of the of the oh. piece. 
beautiful arpeggios, uh, these open chords that, that she played uh, uh, with big stretches, you know, uh, the ninth chords that she, that she enjoys so much. You know? Beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, piece. Uh, so I find that uh, it's very, very interesting. And then I also play pieces that she inspired, mm -hmm. like Ideal Pur Purida by John Duarte. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, and also I am premiering in this album uh, a suite by Serge Assad, uh, oh. which is dedicated to Maria Luisa Anido. So it's Anido's portrait. Oh, uh, that, that's the first recording of that. It was written for you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Wonderful. That's great. I look forward to hearing it. <laughs> and it's it's available now? Yeah, it's available okay. now. So you just search it on, on any of streaming services like sure. you prefer, right. and you should be able to find it. Yeah. Okay. I, I am particularly uh, happy with the sound. With, yeah. With, with um, the, the sound, the responsible for that was uh, Randy Rules who is a professor at Berkeley College oh. and one of our gurus for sound. Uh, and we are very happy with, with the results. Nice. And where did you record it? I recorded at home. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yes, yes. So Randy came home and settled everything ready to his taste. Yeah. Highly refined. Uh, and we found the perfect spot. We, I, I, we both like the, the same set of microphones and system and yeah. all that. Since I've been into recording for a long time, then I sure. was... Happy to to do. And my producer was Sebastián Enríquez, who is an, an Argentinian guitarist, fabulous guitarist, and he produced the the, the album. Wonderful. And it is. Have have you recorded at home before? Is this the first time you've done that? No, no, no. I've done it before. Yeah. Salsa Roja was recorded at home. Um, Cielo Abierto also. So I I have been into into recording myself for quite yeah. a. Time. And do, well, do you have are, a dedicated space? Do you have a dedicated space in your in your home that that's very quiet, or is it do you just do, in, the, you in the past? In the past, I had a studio when I when I had a house in in Paraguay. Yeah. I uh, and now I don't have a, a space uh, that is dedicated to to this, but I have a good space in which I can yeah. make music that sounds really beautiful. And, and, and are you actually in the city of Boston? And it's, and it's quiet enough in the city? Quiet as you can imagine. Oh, amazing. Good for you. <laughs> I think that's, that's, it's, you know, to have a space in your home that you can be comfortable with, you know, to, to be able to do that, I think is, is, is really great. Because you can be relaxed well, guitar, there, you know. Record a guitar, to record a guitar, what you need is a good instrument, good music. Hopefully a good performer. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn! <laughs> a good set of microphones. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, great. Very very cool. So and so you're you're from Paraguay and and I know that you you studied with Abel Carlvaro, which is you know is pretty amazing. Um, what was that like? Wow, Carlvaro was a a great maestro. Yeah. He knew exactly what he wanted and, and had thought a lot about the technique, about the instrument. And, and I think that all the things that he taught me, I, 
I, I really embrace his teaching a lot because uh, nothing that came from Carlo Varo would do any harm. <laughs> he really knew what he was talking about, um, especially, you know, the cleanness of the left sure. hand. Yeah. That, is, that is something that I, that I owe to him. Um, and also the, the, the fact that he thought of the guitar as a, as a, as a, as a keyboard. Okay. He wanted to have the clarity and the cleanness of, of a keyboard, of a piano. Yeah. So uh, I, I enjoyed my lessons with Maestro uh, Garlevaro, which lasted for three or four years. And I also studied with Eduardo Fernandez. Oh, that's right, great, yeah. What a great teacher. And, and then with where, Manuel Where was Pedro, that? At the same time. At the same okay. Time. In, in Uruguay? In Uruguay, yes. Uh -huh. And then later in, in Baltimore with Manuel right. Barrio. I was a student of, of Manuel for three years also. Then Julian Gray and Ray Chester. Okay. So I, I had great, great teachers. And Mario Barce and my teachers here in Paraguay. So everybody left something on me. Right. Now, you, when, when you studied with Manuel, you, you had already been performing and, and working by then, right? So, yeah, you were, you were professional by that time. Yeah. So, yeah. And then that, that must have been interesting to, to kind of go back to school after. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that it's, it's really good that you revise the yeah. things that you that you that you think you need, and it's not easy for a Latin American to a person to study in the states. Uh, there weren't many possibilities, so it, the opportunity came a little later in life. But I don't regret it. You know? Right. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Did Did you live in Baltimore during that that whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was living in Baltimore for to, to take my 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 lessons and yeah. to be involved at the, the university. Right, and you did you did a master's degree and a, and a performance diploma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Both, both yeah. a master's and a performance diploma. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I mean, it sounds like you've you've studied with some of the uh, the real you know top level guys out there. You know, I think that you've helped how fortunate for you to to have that. You know, to take, be able to take advantage of that. So yeah. Really yeah, and is 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 Eduardo still in in Uruguay? Eduardo, yes, he's still he's in. He's still Europe. there. Okay. Yeah, one of the greatest masters. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. One of the greatest. The greatest. What a mind. And we should we should remember uh, that he's there in Uruguay. You know, and go visit him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on my to-do list. It's a beautiful country, eh? Yeah. Uruguay is a beautiful country. So I highly recommend that, that visit to... Uh, you know, I, great, I'll, great I will do that. I will do that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So we're coming to the... Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our, end of our time together, but is there anything else that we should talk about or anything else you want to let people know about? No, I'm just happy to, to have the opportunity to, to talk to you, to meet you. Oh, likewise, absolutely. And thank you so much for all the, that you are doing to, to support the work of so many guitarists. It's, it's been a lot of fun to talk to everybody, and, and it's, it's, it's been really, really cool. It, 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 it fills my heart, you know, to know that there's so <laughs> many wonderful people out there playing our instrument and, and, and loving our instrument, and it's, it's, it's great. It's just fantastic. So, thank and you. And what, what do you have coming up performance-wise? Uh, well, now I play next week here in Paraguay at the okay. Theater in Paraguay, which is sold out. Huh? 
Fantastic. And, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, the following day, I go to Buenos Aires. I'm going to play also in the Teatro Municipal Gregorio Laferre in Morón, where Maria Luisa was born. Ah. That also is a sold out performance. And then from there, I go to Encarnacion. Asuncion, okay. and, then, and then I go back to, to Boston and start playing concerts. Oh, right, because the school year is yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I hope that our paths cross again soon, and, and I, I, would, I would love to, to hear you play live. So I'll keep an eye out, and, and I really appreciate you being here and, and for your time. Um, Thank you, Carl. Uh, All the best, best to you. you huh? Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Thank you. This is Carl Woolwind of Columbus Classical Guitar. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Guitar on My Knee podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit columbusclassicalguitar.com or Carl Woolwind Guitarist on Facebook.